Do you wanna do you wanna give yourself a little bit of a, an introduction, or do you want one of us guys to do it, James? Uh, I'm I'm easy. Whichever way you want to do it, I'm not fussed. Shall I do it? Yeah, I go on, Emma. Two things about James. One, his name is James, and two, he's a Patriots fan, but he's an acceptable British Patriots fan because he was a pre-Tom Brady Patriots fan. Yeah. Only just, just a pre-Tom Brady. <laughs> That's good enough. <laughs> it was the very first season before we came good, so I, I just about <laughs> sneaked through. But that that fine line, that's the line between just like an acceptable fan and glory hunting. And yeah, so I suppose. Makes suppose. it fine. As long as you, as you, if you'll allow it, then fair enough. Yeah, I mean, we, we've not we've yet to have a Patriots fan on, so you know it's it's a bit of uncharted territory. But we've definitely had some uh, very high profile guest teams. We need someone that supports like the Jets to come on. That's like our <laughs> that's like our real coup, I think. Is that yeah, the well, end goal? Yeah. At some point, <laughs> we will have a Jets fan on. And if you are listening and you do want to get involved and you do support the uh, New York Jets, yeah. uh, don't DM me. Especially <laughs> if your name is pick Alex a, Mangold. Sorry, Nick a, Mangold. Yeah, pick a new team, unless you're Nick Mangold. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Stiff Up a Lip, the NFL podcast by Brits, with me, Ed Wilkins. Me, Emma Hebron. Me, Sam Long. Me, Tom Chappell. Excellent. Lovely. Yeah. Are you, are you wearing a Patriots jumper? No, it looks like a hockey sort of. Oh, it's it the New is. York Rangers. It's the Rangers. Ah. New York Rangers. Um, just from another one from my trip to New York, I thought I'd... Uh, Collect some more memorabilia when I went to Madison oh. Square Garden. Sounds when did like you go to New there. York? Uh, I went three about three years ago now. Um, it was around this time of year to be fair. So um, we was going to see if there was any of the uh, NFL games on at the time, but mm. unfortunately, but well, or maybe fortunately for me, yeah, <laughs> the Jets and the Giants were playing away. So oh. <laughs> you were spared that experience. <laughs> Yes, I was. No did trip you go to the to, Did you go to Boston while you were there? Uh, I didn't get the chance, no. Um, oh. I was only there for about a week or so, but there's so much to do in New York, you just don't have the time. It's yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. I went to New York for a week and then Boston Nice for a week, like a few years ago. I actually preferred Boston. Mm. I was more excited for New York, but it was just a lot greener. Mm. A lot nicer. I know yeah. that my brother's been to been to Boston, and he said exactly the same thing. They went like touring across the United States, and and he was just like, "I went to New York, and New York was a bit too much." And then we went to Boston, and it was everything that I wanted New York to be, but a lot yeah. less intimidating about how it did it. So you know, yeah, Boston 100%. wins. Maybe yeah. that's been like Jamal Adams' problem. Yeah, he's just I been mean, intimidated by New York. There's a lot less gang crime. <laughs> oh. We always I'm have to go for the gang crime, don't we? I'm, di- I'm just going to go open the wardrobe because the cat wants to get in it. Our <laughs> <laughs> cat is ridiculous. I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, where are we going to start today? Because I think that I think that it's imperative that we sort of do. Do we want to get some tat out of the way, or yeah, do we want to? 
Can we start? I mean, the first game on 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 the list is probably the least exciting one in terms of how the game actually played out. It's Browns Texans, which I mean, when the pigeon and the bag having a heat bat better than Kareem Hunt was like the main talking point. That pretty much sums up all of the football that got played. The wind caused havoc, and it made it really boring, to be honest. Yeah, I I had a moment where I thought that I was watching it and I was like, is that a pigeon? Because I had this like weird moment where I was like, you know, I assumed that pigeons were a uniquely British thing for a moment. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> can definitely confirm that pigeons are in fact creatures of the world. Yeah, he was the best player on the pitch, that pigeon. <laughs> It reminds me a little bit of. Do you, uh, do you remember when a Raiders special teamer like passed away in the off season, and uh, there was a pigeon that basically took the same like gunner route as he did once yes. in like a Raiders game. Like pigeons on NFL fields apparently end up making more headlines than they ever should. But again, this was another case where the pigeon stole the show, mm-hmm. and the game was utter tosh. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is just more proof that how bad the Browns are because they couldn't actually get they couldn't get the cat from the Cowboys game because he was busy, so they had to get a pigeon instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's there's no bigger downgrade than the black cat to a sort of slightly brown pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do we? I think that what I do just want to mention is. What do what are your thoughts on Baker, James? Because we've heard Tom's views on Baker a lot. He seems he's very opinionated on the subject. <laughs> Anything to do with the Browns, we've heard a lot of it from Tom, <laughs> often aggressively. Um, I think he's all right. I think he's just a very overrated game manager, is what I would say about him. He's. Tom's James, smiling James, as if that makes it agreement. James, you think that he should die. No, I don't. No, 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 no. You're putting, you're putting way too strong a word in my mouth. What I said is that he's not very good. No, no, no. What I said is that he's not very good. And to say that he's on like 18 adverts that show up 12 times a game and I have to look at his face and he's just like, he'll go out there, throw an interception and then it'll be like, Hi, I'm here from Progressive or something. Like, cover up all the seats because it's raining. Like, no, no. <laughs> like, Mahomes and Rogers get the opportunity to go on the TV multiple times because they're at least good at their job, yeah, even if they are both terrible. Even if they are both terrible in those adverts, but like, I'd rather have someone that is good at their job that I can look at than someone that is just really <laughs> overrated and average. I mean, you have repeatedly said that the entire city of Cleveland should burn. So, well, yeah, <laughs> I stand by my comment. <laughs> yeah, but at the same you... time, like, I don't think that Baker Mayfield should die. I just want his house to burn down. Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah, sorry, my mistake. You were completely sane. Yeah, I'll so never I advocate for death. I do have another question, actually, and I'll, I'll forward this to everyone. But in a couple of years. Deshaun Watson's contract runs out. He's not signed an extension yet. Do you think that he'll be a Texan in a couple of years, or do you think that they've sort of, I don't know, irreparably damaged that relationship by sort of taking all of his toys away? I think the moment that they took Nuke out of out of Texas, he was so done for it. He is just sitting there, like 
murmuring on the sideline about how much he hates everyone involved in the Texans organization. I think he <laughs> hates the entire state of Texas at this point. Um, yeah, I think he's a goner. I really do. I don't. They'll do everything they can. They can literally park up eight Brinks trucks outside of his house and he's still, <laughs> I think, nah, he's staying. He's not, not sorry, he's going. He's gone. Yeah. No, <laughs> chance, uh, no chance he's staying there. I'd go along with that as well, yeah. He 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 has that air of sort of, he doesn't really care anymore. Like at the start of the season, he was like, the team is awful around me, but I'm sort of pulling my heroics. And now it's a bit like, oh, I'll slide down like nine yards into a third and 12 because I don't want to get hit because I want to sustain my career. <laughs> I respect it. Uh, do you know what else I respect? I respect that James is sat here eating tea and biscuits. Like, I absolutely love it. It is the I'm, exact I'm aesthetic that we need. Yeah. Yeah. Eating custard. You've custard got the also works. level of professionalism, James. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the key. Yeah. <laughs> my dinner right here, right? Come on. <laughs> it's been great. It's been to work, right? Amp up the Britishness here. I don't know what you are, you two are bringing. I I should potentially have set up with a cup of tea, but I was too busy at work to go to go make one. But yeah. a, I'd love I'm a one. Proper Wiganer, you see, this is what we do. No, <laughs> you're from Wigan. Unfortunately, I'm from Wigan. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's all right. Emma's from Southwest London. Oh. <laughs> Don't sound like that. Where is everybody from, by the way? So, southwest London for Emma. Yeah. So, uh, me, well, Tom is a Sheffielder. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically about as Sheffield as it comes, to be honest. <laughs> right, okay, okay. And me and Sam are Chesterfield. All right, okay, cool. No yeah. worries. Even though there's only like 15 miles max between, in fact, not even that, because I grew up like basically just down the road from Chesterfield. Like, we sound completely different, and I have no idea why. I've been trying to figure it out for two, maybe but three years. I, I still think that Ed sounds like the most southern northerner I know. Yeah, I agree with that. You sound <laughs> like you sort of got lost halfway from Bath. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just, is, it's, it just doesn't have as strong an accent. So I don't necessarily think that's you, Tom. I think that's just Ed. <laughs> I've just been around so many people of different cultures that I've sort of just assimilated it all. <laughs> what, like fucking Madonna? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I am this podcast's Madonna. Right, if, we, <laughs> if we finish Texans, um, oh, God, Browns, that yeah. was, yeah. A struggle. That was how I bad that game was. James, how, how are you finding Cam Newton this year? Very frustrating. <laughs> Is a word I would use. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's he was look. To be fair, before he had COVID, he was mm. looking pretty good. He actually looked pretty good. He was. He didn't have like the the old arm strength that Cam had, um, and obviously he's not as athletic as he used to be. But yeah. in terms of like actually getting the job done, he was all right. But it's just since he had COVID, he's just looked like. His arms turned into a noodle. He just cannot throw the ball whatsoever. It's unreal. Mm. It's very, very ups- frustrating is the word. He's coming decent at the minute, but I think that's more to do with probably our running backs actually mm. doing a decent job for once. Should is we- it hard? Like, I can just imagine... I mean, as a Bears fan, I'm pretty used to us not doing well. 
Disappointment, yeah. Yeah, I was born in 1993, so we have not done well really the whole time that I've been a fan. <laughs> yeah. But I can imagine for a lot of, like, Patriots fans, that's not the case at all. Like, you kind of got used, even, like, a couple of years ago, like, not really doing that well in the season and then still winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> it was just, like, nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, we all, like, the... I always have, we do like a Super Bowl party every year at my friend's house and every year they were getting sick to death at me because like they, they'd start the season, they'd be like, oh, this is the year, that this is it, the Patriots are going to fall down now and I'd walk in through the front door with a smuggest <laughs> grin. <laughs> <laughs> we're back again. Hi guys, I wonder yeah. who you're cheering against today. <laughs> we do a Super Bowl party as well, but like, I mean, that's that's not really been an issue for us yet because... <laughs> We've got like bears, Vikings, giants, dolphins. <laughs> yeah, it might take a while that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're coming for it this year. Never year. know. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, the dolphins are making a good run at it. Yeah. Obviously, no mention of the nine and O's, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, nine and O is overrated. <laughs> it is nine and overrated. Shall we? <laughs> do you want to go to the Patriots Ravens game since we've sort of been led down here with the Cam Newton discussion and yeah, the fact yeah, that my nickname yeah. is Jim Harbich? Um, I, mean, I, I actually, I, I just wanted to post, just say something about Cam Newton as well because he's sort of, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it properly, but he like does a couple of things so well. And then, like everything else, he's bottom tier. Like mm. it's not—it's not the case that he's bad because he's really good at the things he does well. And I, I, whenever I find myself watching him at the moment, I'm like screaming, "Why are you bothering with the pass game at all?" Same could really be said about Lamar Jackson this year, though. Yeah, but again, why are they bother throwing? Yeah. Um... Sometimes you do need to throw. Not if you don't commit any penalties and you average like four yards a carry. Yeah, but if you imagine that, like, you're going to, especially with, like, the Ravens in their division, obviously have to play the Steelers twice, are you going to suggest that you only, like, halve well, your options so they know that you're only ever going to run well, it constantly against that defense? Well, given, like, terrible idea. how poorly Lamar Jackson actually threw the ball in, in said game against said Steelers, I, I think there is a case to say that maybe he should have just kept it on the ground. The The play that in particular, like, sort of bothered me is um about this game because the Ravens basically shot themselves in the foot by not being able to stop anything that the Patriots threw at them. And, and it was just like a really weak performance from them. Um, and then when they go behind, they seem like the worst team in the NFL when it comes to actually scraping back. There's no, there's, even though they have last year's MVP, it doesn't feel like a team that is two scores down is going to bring that back. And it was just like the, the game here against the Patriots, Bill schemed up perfectly because it was just, if you get ahead by just forcing it down their throats, like they're not going to have any answer to it because they they can't they can't gash open big plays because like Hollywood Brown isn't very good, um, and he's turned into Antonio Brown but without the talent really in terms of his attitude recently. Uh, Mark Andrews struggles really to do anything further than like fifteen yards because like the pressure gets to Lamar too much. It's just like. I don't, I don't really see the Ravens really coming back from anything. But it, the, there was a play where the Ravens went for a wildcat, which, when you have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback, what is the point of doing a wildcat? Because then you've got someone that can't throw the ball, 
taking the snap instead of a guy that can throw the ball and also has the ability to run. Also, Sam's joined. Matt, Hello, Matt. Hello. Hello, um, How does my audio sound, by the way? Sounds all it right. Sounds fine. You, you do look more and more like um, a progression of like Tom Hanks on Castaway with every passing <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, I think you. we're about like that... an hour into the film now. Yeah, I'll take that as a compliment. Um, I was going. I was trying to think of a good display name, um, and I was googling if eagles have any natural predators, but they don't. So, <laughs> other than man, I'm guessing. The of all. <laughs> yeah. What? What's everyone? What's everyone's thoughts on what um, I've just said? What on the wildcat? Yeah. I mean, you're exactly right. Why is it? Yeah. Why is? What is it, Mark Ingram getting any snaps? But the, I mean, the centre who I like, Matt Scorer, but he had a shocker. Mm. He was pitching it left, right, and above the sort of um, Lamar Jackson's hands. And I think that's something that weirdly, adds, it feels like something the Patriots did, and I have no idea why. But like, just based on this sort of like psychological torment element of playing the Patriots. And I like, think, yeah, I, I, th- I think what it is, is that with the Ravens this season, a v- obviously a very one dimensional team. And if any coach in the league is good at taking advantage of a one dimensional team, it is Bill Belichick. And they've yep. just literally just took everything out of the game plan that could help the Ravens have any kind of success. So. I think that's probably what it was to be fair. Well, it's always um, those oddities, isn't it, that Bill always struggles against. It's why, like, going to Miami has always caused him so many issues. Because what the fuck are the Dolphins as a team? They don't have any order, like identity whatsoever, and yet that's yeah. it. Bill they have, like ju- eight different dimensions. He has no idea what to do against it. It confuses his old brain. He's really Remember good when at the everything. Wildcat was like first a thing, and the Dolphins like literally tore us to shreds in that game. I can't when it. I think it was like two thousand and eight, and when they first started doing the Wildcat yeah. a lot, and they they absolutely murdered us, and that's normally what beats us. But one dimensional conventional football, Patriots are going to win most most of the time. Yeah, especially with the mm-hmm. weather. And they all, they always seem to have about eight converted quarterbacks on the roster as well. It's something that Bill <laughs> <Yeah>. just likes. <laughs> who was it who threw the touchdown this week? It's Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Myers that could be the problem to the solving the passing game. When it's a run play, have Cam at quarterback. When it's a passing play, just put Myers there. Yeah. <laughs> just have a like a revolving door of like the O line and then six quarterbacks and be like, who's passing to who then? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Edelman throwing him in the backfield as well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt you'll take some random six. Edward. Oh. Yes, Emma. Can I have some headphones, please? Yes, I will get you some. What have we have we only got onto Ravens Patriots so far? So we did Browns Texans and Ravens Patriots so far. So you've not really missed masses. Okay. Oh, and we did um, Giants Eagles as well. We did. We did Giants Eagles. We, we've not. We've not why done would, that though. Why would you, why would you try and hurt me like that? I mean, even if <laughs> even if we'd already done it, Sam would come and barge in with twenty five minutes of Daniel Jones talk. So it, we'd rather I'd rather him just get it out of the way when we do the game. <laughs> yeah, just because I've been vindicated. You've barely been vindicated. This time he didn't fall over. 
In fact, again, we've what, been led on to it. We've been led on to it. An elite quarterback. <laughs> so we just well, get on. That was not a dream weeks ago, and now it's a reality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is this man the leading rusher on the Giants? It won't record it twice because of his raw talent and his unnatural speed. <laughs> I don't want. To, I don't want the sound from the computer to go into the mic and it like. That's all very well good, but I can't find it. <laughs> he still can't find them. Oh, the sound doesn't go back into the computer, by the way, Emma. It won't do that. that I suddenly got really worried that, like, because I didn't have headphones. Yeah, no, it, 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 like, yeah, no it's fine. The only reason why I've got it is because, like, if you're using a laptop mic, I think it, like, is on a completely different side to the speakers, whereas if you've got, like, this, like an actual thing, then it all reverb it into it again so that's why I've got headphones on Tom so, okay. want me to draw attention to his superior setup <laughs> it's <laughs> bare, it's bare. oh my god so we need to talk more Patriots before we move on because yeah. normally we try to skip because they're in rage yeah no, if there's any any season where we can kind of like stay quiet about the Patriots and move on, then this is the one, you know. <laughs> no, in fact, actually, now you've just pointed that out, I'd, I'd like to reflect more on every week up until, so that I can get your thoughts on it, James. It's been weird. It's been very weird. Um, I'm not used to being um, upset every week at how we played. Um, but to be fair to us I think it's probably a lot to do with the injuries well not the the injuries so to speak but like the the COVID opt-outs as to why we've been so poor Um, we usually rely on our defence which has had probably about six or seven starters like knocked out of it this season so to be fair though we're not actually out of the race so no no. We could still claw it back. When was the last time you didn't make the playoffs? I'm pretty sure. Was it when Brady went out with the knee injury? And we had... Was it Pat Castle, yeah? Or Matt Castle, yeah? yeah. Matt Castle, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Pat Castle is the character I created, not it? No, Pat Castle's the guy from College Humor. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> Who did I'm I... sure we won 11 games as well that year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I, I think thought, so. I thought yeah. you made the playoff in the castle era. Um, it might have been like a fluty era the last time you sort of. Uh... <laughs> oh, Bledsoe. Bledsoe, that'll be it. It'll be Bledsoe. It is wonderful to hear a Wigan man say Bledsoe. Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to talk about American football and that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Should we do Giants Eagles? I can see there's a there's a man over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I this is the biggest improvement kind of game to game that I've seen all year. Which I think, while it doesn't sound like a you know a grand statement, is to say how badly they were playing at the start of the season. Well. Up until about three games ago, I, I'm, I'm greatly encouraged. the The defense was fantastic this game. They uh, the Eagles didn't get one third down conversion. But is that sorry, sorry, fantastic 
in like the small <laughs> world of the games. Everything is relative. Often, yes, relative to the entire NFL or just this game. The, okay, I'll phrase it another way. The defense <laughs> continues to be serviceable. He's used to functionally look like an NFL defense. Yeah. For the naked eye, it looks like they're meant to be there. I feel like you're doing Blake Martinez a little bit of a disservice. Yeah, they almost saw me as thinking they were a team, rather than just a collection of men. But yeah, the defense has been great. Yeah, as Tom mentioned, Blake Martinez. Isn't he the leading... Like leading the NFL in tackle. Uh, I think he did last year for the Packers, but I don't know whether what the stats are this year. I, I've not. I think the reason he the reason he led the league in tackles for the Packers yesterday is because not yesterday last year is that no one on the Packers could tackle. So I think that it's like I think there's a pretty good the pretty good chance he's leading it again this year. Yeah, I, I mean to be fair, it wouldn't surprise me if he, if it was the case because he is actually. Wrapping up pretty well. He's tackling very consistently. Um, Jabil Peppers as well is someone that, uh, I think the Giants got him in return for OBJ and I know who I'd rather have. Wow. Yeah. And Probably the other as well has been fantastic. And you might be getting, um, is it DeAndre Baker you'll be getting back after all the charges against him were dropped? Well, didn't they drop him? Did they not drop him to free agency and then the charges got dropped? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the search at the minute, but so what actually happened with that? <laughs> Supposedly, he and Quinton Dunbar went to a party and like held guns in people's faces and went, "Give me your watches." Right. <laughs> Which seems like incredibly small time crime. <laughs> oh wow. Our Sam, as a member of the AFC East, how NFC. do you feel about like sorry the the NFC? Don't pa- do don't package them like with us AFC bunch. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want him. Someone has to have us. Like, how do you feel about like potentially like I mean, like the Eagles right now would be in the playoffs at three, five, and one. And you at three and seven have a potential to be in the playoffs. Does that like? I mean, obviously, as a Giants fan, you would be happy. But like, if that was my team, I would in some way feel like I was robbing someone else. Like, no, the like really shit joke person or Strictly Come Dancing gets kept in because they're fun to watch. But like, all the <laughs> yeah. people that are actually better than them get voted out. If the Giants made it to the playoffs and. For example, the Vikings or Bears didn't. Yeah. I, if anything, would feel better than if neither had made the playoffs. Or <laughs> I can't imagine any kind of scenario where I'd feel better. <laughs> Even if, like, you were like the Anne Widdicombe of the NFL playoffs. Hmm. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's certainly not like the the Giants' schedule is pretty brutal from now. Like, we have some tough games coming up. Oh, can't wait to see you against the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> tough tough <laughs> games okay. against four and six opposition. <laughs> <laughs> four. We have. Break. 
<laughs> we have our bye, we have the Bengals, which... <laughs> oh, God. Okay. The we have the Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, and then Cowboys. That is not a an encouraging... No, but you're the Giants, so the first half of the schedule wasn't encouraging either. <laughs> like, <laughs> the best week in that is the bye week, because it means that the three other teams in your division will probably lose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might be able to scrape a tie against the Cowboys, and then because you hold this tiebreaker against the Eagles, then you'll you'll end up getting ahead of them based off win percentage and have a three, like, three twelve and one team in the playoffs. The more we talk about it, the more dripping insanity it is. Yeah, you know, I can just feel the 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 bitterness pulsing through my screen. It's not. Oh, I don't care. I love it. Saying that you would like. Well, your team's nine and zero. Of course, you don't care. Yeah, exactly. As someone that isn't going to be at all directly impacted by the Giants making the playoffs, I think it's fucking hilarious. However. (laughs) If the Vikings and Bears miss out on the playoffs because the Giants have got in, I think that that'd even be funnier. I think I think I would genuinely find that hilarious. It's about a winning mentality. As someone <laughs> personally victimised by the Giants in the playoffs on multiple occasions, <laughs> I feel as though it would be an injustice. <laughs> I mean, you know, on well, some it level, does it kind of shit on the concept the that, like, this is a sport about being the best, doesn't it? It kind well, of ruins that. Really. I hope they make the Super Bowl. The Giants, <laughs> yeah. Again, I think just... if we make it to the playoffs, I think I think we might squeeze out a win. How you wouldn't be playing <laughs> yeah, anyone in the NFC would... East. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the one tournament where none of your little mates are there. As it as it stood now, if the Giants did come top of the NFC East, who would be who would we be playing? I think you'd probably be playing. Well, you'd be playing the fifth seed, so you might would, be playing the Bucks. No, but surely oh. you'd be there. The Bucks, the Rams, Seahawks. Yeah. Either way, bud, it's not looking good. <laughs> I mean. That seems like a nice transition into Bears Vikings. I think no, I think we should leave the 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 that one for as long as we can. Let it let us all save <laughs> Let the, the build up. Sit. We but can what, go to um, another NFC North game though, featuring an what? NFC East game uh, team. Let me talk. Um, are you going to be all right to are you going to be all right to pod for any longer, or do you want to do Bears Vikings? Uh, yeah, let's do it. We're doing yeah, it now? Anyway, All right, okay. Like a, like a plaster, rip it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really like a plaster because, I mean, typically uh, we all, like me and Ed, one of us will win one and one of us will lose one every year. Typically that's what happens. Yeah. We're kind of used to this now. We've been together a long time. I mean, actually, while, to be fair, whilst we've been living together, the the Vikings haven't beaten the Bears. Is that true? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm certainly used to loss. Three and a half years. <laughs> yeah, we've been living together for the Nagy era, and you have beaten the Vikings at every turn in the Nagy era until mm. until the Laser era. Well, you've uh, Kirk Cousins hasn't won Monday Night Football for ten years until today. <laughs> plenty of plenty of cases were broken. 
Oh my god! And didn't he look? Didn't he look jazzed? Oh, is that again? Do you know how we asked the question to the Giants about like, is that relative to the rest of the league? Like, is Kirk Cousins looking great <laughs> in comparison to like usual Kirk Cousins this year, or Kirk Cousins in the rest of the league? Well, he's not the MVP, but he's finding his players, isn't he? He's not turning the ball over, aside from where well, actually. Well, aside from that, that aside, aside from the twice he turned the ball over. <laughs> what, what? So one of them was a Rudolph fumble, and the other one was a Thielen fumble. So, I mean, it wasn't a Thielen fumble, but Thielen had it in his hands, and Khalil just went yoink. Yeah, we don't use we don't use Khalil's surname. Uh, on this podcast, James, because he's a friend of the show. A friend of the show. Oh, he's a, he's yeah. a friend of the show. Yeah. yeah. I, I own his shirts. Ah, good. <laughs> he's going to get it's like an alert whenever on like whenever anyone like buys one of his shirts and he just like adds it to a giant. Oh yeah, he definitely <laughs> has like a, like a Emma Hebron Google alert that just ping whenever yeah. I say something. <laughs> Speaking of friends of the show, just to sort of um, ju- just to uh, go off on a little bit of a tangent. No, you can get, you can keep answering about cousins. Okay, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> Speaking of friends of the show, Kurt Cousins is categorically not one. Kurt Cousins is a friend of my fifth of this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, Dalvin played well. The defense was stifling, and I mean, as much as you can say they were playing the Bears' offense. To hold any team to under 150 yards as, over the course of one game is great. Um, can I can I quickly give a shout out actually regarding the regarding the 150 to Max uh, from Gridiron Extra as well because it was it was him that brought it to my attention the the sort of Bears box chart on offense because he posted it everywhere that he could. He he took great pride in the fact that the Bears offense were held to that little. Um, so thanks, Max. Thanks for making me aware of it because I found it very funny. But yeah. Anyway, carry on. Um, I, w- I was gonna I was gonna sort of gloss over a few bits of the game because it was a bit scrappy. Um, Cagey. Yeah, cagey. The word is, is the bad. Word. <laughs> the word is not bad. Cowboys Steelers was bad. Yeah, you're right. It was, <laughs> and I called it such. I didn't call it a cagey um, game. I called it a bad game. I mean, it wasn't enjoyable to watch. Whereas this this game had had certainly spectacle and entertainment. I mean, DJ Wanham looks like he's breaking out. He's getting his sacks. I swear, you you messaged me earlier. Oh, Hercules Matarafa had like was always on the field. Is this a breakout game? Like, is this the low bar that you're setting for breakout games? Like I they played. To, I have to take the, the the sort of kernels of victory where I can. And turn them into sort of a meager amount of like victory popcorn because otherwise there's no there's a, the the silver lining for me is that other teams in the NFC are losing games and we might make the playoffs. But other than that, like all we can do is keep winning. We've won three on the bounce. I feel sorry for the Bears because Nick Foles was carted off in the last minute. Yeah, yeah um, it's hurt his shoulder. Was it a shoulder? I thought it was his hip. No. Isn't it Mitch that's hurt his shoulder? Or is it just some sort of curse? I think Mitch has always <laughs> everyone, hurt his shoulder. Everyone hurts their shoulder if they're throwing for the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even I don't even see how that's possible because it's just if you're throwing if you're passing for the bears, it's just like T 
two yards laterally to Tariq Cohen. He got sacked while he was throwing. Yeah. I think it's just like, I mean, I don't know. Have you ever been hit by a 200-pound guy while you're throwing a ball? I don't know what happens. <laughs> I can imagine. Sam, you've hit me before. Are you 200 pounds? Uh, not a good 200 pounds. <laughs> 200 the, pounds soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Nick Foles is is expected to be okay, and it's not going to be a, an IR stint. Oh, that's way. good. So, otherwise, Tyler Bray. Yeah. What's it's Chase scary. Daniel up to nowadays? He's um he's with the Lions. Chase Daniel. Oh. Yeah, he came on the other. Well, oh, he week. did. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> Just the Chase Daniel Vikings revenge tour. <laughs> I feel as though the only player for the Bears who should have any kind of uh, shoulder injuries is A-Rob when he stood wide open, <laughs> waving his arms, trying to get the attention <laughs> of the quarterback. I feel so <laughs> sorry for Alan. Throw him ball. Oh. What was that? What was the statistic for him that I can't remember what it was about? Is it something like 80, throughout his career, he's had like the highest percentage of uncatchable balls and he's caught the most of them from yeah. any player in this? <laughs> well, to be fair, his three, his three quarterbacks so far that have like played considerable amount of time has been Blake Bortles, Mitchell Trubisky, and then Nick Foles. So it's not as though he's like got exactly the biggest pedigree of players throwing him a pass. He is but the he unluckiest is like... player. <laughs> Every year, he is just so good, though. Like he gets, he got like twelve hundred, over twelve hundred passing yards out of Mitch Trubisky last year. In spite of what he provided to him, yeah. yeah like imagine yeah. if, like, he can make that out of what he got. Imagine like, what would happen if you gave him like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think he's the the Sean Watson of. Of wide receivers and yeah. cannot <laughs> wait until free agency. <laughs> oh, he has said apparently that this is his last year with the Bears, and to be fair, I don't blame him because like 150 yards in total, and you sort of contributed to basically all of them that were any like anything of no. Like to be fair, I did mention it to uh, to Ed while we were while we were at work, and I said like the Bears put together like a really nice drive, but it's it's the conservativeness in the red zone for me that really like it just it's so like just uh, I can't even put it into words really without being just really scathing about it because it's it's like they'll get into the red zone. And then they'll waste every possession and then they'll kick a field goal and then it's like, okay, so that's your score for the game. It's like, just uh, how long has it been since they had an actual offensive touchdown? Like three weeks now? I'm not even sure. They had a beautiful special teams touchdown. I do think we need to talk about Cordarrell briefly. Yeah. Cordarrell is like in a league of his own at his special teams position. There's yeah. just nobody that's even close. I get continuously surprised when it happens. He's now tied for the most uh, return TDs in history. Is he tied with other former Bear Devin Hester? No, it's not Devin Hester. It's no, a couple it's of guys whose names. Oh, I don't know what their names are, but there's two. It's him and two others. They're tied for eight. Yeah. I can see it. He's going to get more than that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like over a 20 year career, whereas his is like, (laughs) he doesn't even, he's not even always the kick returner for the Bears, which makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, he's just fucking ace. I honestly can't, like, it's just beyond human. Why does he not return punts, by the way? Is he is he like not set up to return punts or is it just kicks that he can do? Because like, why he punts for the Vikings? He got he got. I think he's got like four punt return touchdowns as well. So why don't why did they have <laughs> fucking Anthony Miller doing it instead of like having an actual wide receiver out there for the offensive plays and putting the best special teamer in the business on the know. special teams return? I mean, what we had like a bunch of injury problems so then we had like other people playing different positions maybe they just didn't want to tire him out by also making him be a punt return <laughs> he's already got to run all the way down the field what like multiple time he's tired he's tired <laughs> yeah i think it's just welcome to the wonderful world of matt Nagy. this is this is what he does and nothing he does makes sense yeah from from what little um, Burr's games that I've watched because we're in it, the middle of a lockdown nobody needs to do more bad things to themselves like that <laughs> um, <laughs> what I've not they get too cute is they try and get a little bit too cute with things in my opinion they try and do like like last night I'm sure they were down when like a couple of minutes left and it's like third and seven and they're doing a little screen pass to the outside it just it makes absolutely no sense what they do they try and do things a little bit too cute and it's mm-hmm. Maggie, Maggie didn't even do our play calling last night yeah but when when your playbook is just plays that Matt Nagy devised that's a blind alley <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I just meant like it wasn't him doing the play calling well didn't yeah. Bill Lazor or Bill Lazor um... Bill Lazor quest take like the Bengals to their last playoff game when they they lost in that wild card round by the uh, by the sort of age of Vontae's perfect unnecessary roughness penalties like Bill Lazor turned uh, Andy Dalton into a reasonable talent there has to be something to do with the playbook as to why that was so poorly called I'll tell you the reason why I think this point is overstated Adam Gase took Peyton Manning to the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that, that, that does make sense, actually, yeah. Dan Quinn had the best defense in the NFL, like, possibly in NFL recent history. Yeah, yeah for me, the best part of this game was that um, Alan Robinson's agents, like, snapped and, like, had enough and took to Twitter and just started, like, raging. Uh, like, throw 12 the damn ball in the red zone just for once. But my goodness. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, oh. he's just done. Yeah, there's just plenty of questions that will probably not get answered until, like, Mitch Trubisky writes a book in 25 years' time. <laughs> he slides unnoticed into the crematorium oven. <laughs> yeah, he immediately gets pulped. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, I, I think have I, I looking at Emma. I don't think she can take any more. Yeah, so <laughs> I'd be happy to move on. Mostly because I feel like the Bears offensively shouldn't be talked about as much as we end up doing. 
but we end up talking about the Bears' offense more than they really deserve. It's a bit... We, we do won't. more talking about the Bears' offense than the Bears do offensive planning. So, mean, certainly we've talked now for long... Sorry. Defensively, we shut down Dalvin Cook. Yes, well... He got less than 100 yards. Yeah, that's that's good good play, really. Is that shutting him down? Or is that just holding him to yeah. fewer yards than he had? <laughs> No, that's shutting him down. I think when he's been on the sort of tear that he's been on, I think yeah. holding under 100 yards especially is... is And with the way that the Vikings were so happy to just go, here, just take it. Just you fucking do it. <laughs> so like... Alvin, have another run, Dalvin. Yeah, yeah, go on. Have I'm, sure, run, I'm Dalvin. sure you'll want it. Go on, have another. <laughs> but, um, it, yeah... What I was going to say is we've now talked about this, I think, for longer than your average Chicago drive. <laughs> Which... <laughs> we've, we've talked about... We've been talking about the Chicago Bears game longer than the Bears were on the field offensively, I think. <laughs> All so... right, I think... Uh, I'm, yeah, we'll move on now. Yeah. Sam, do you, what game do you want us to do now? Um, I'd say... I don't want to go with anything too exciting. Yeah, can we get some tat out of the way? Yeah, let's let's clear the rubble. <laughs> um, I hope this stays in. Someone this please insert content. the fucking Jeopardy theme like over the top of. Let's go. Bengal Steelers. <laughs> can go there if you want. It was a well, blowout. It was a, a blowout. Yeah, it was a blowout win. Uh, the Bengals basically go for the passing offense, and the first quarter was a very wind-swept game that basically, like every pass, would get blown off by like four yards or so. And then the wind calmed down, but by that point, the Bengals were in a bit of a hole. They actually had their best drive when they just let like P. Ryan and Bernard like just slam it up the middle, and then they stopped doing it for some reason. And then the Steelers were just like, right, okay, so you're going to keep throwing it straight at Joe Hayden. Um, Joe Hayden's just going to keep batting it down because he's like very good at deflecting passes. Not great at catching them most of the time, but he's good at deflecting them. And it was just a very comfortable performance. Um, ben Roethlisberger is still throwing the ball in empty packages and he's still generating touchdowns. Um Deontay Johnson had an actual breakout game. None of this always oh, on the field every game. It was uh, every play. It was he actually went over 108 yards by the end of the first half. Had two. So just uh, just to be clear, down. so if it if he'd have gone under 100, he'd they'd have held him to basically nothing. But because he's gone over 100, <laughs> he has a breakout. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell who you're making this point against here, but. <laughs> I can tell that you're a bit salty about the Dalvin Cook shutdown comment, but also about how I've said about the breakout thing. If He's like Dalvin Cooks typically gets significantly more than that, and they basically have used him as their entire offense. So yeah, for him to get under a hundred yards, we did do something right. That's true. Deontay Johnson didn't have thirty catches, did he? It wasn't like you just chose to not use him that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think there's not really much else to really add to that. There, there wasn't much of a talking point. The Steelers just sort of cruised out to a lead and then just 
smothered the Bengals. It was pretty much what we what I've been wanting us to do in most of our like trap games. Um, this time we just did it. Yeah. Moving on, executed. I, what I will just say briefly about this game is that I was really struggling on fantasy this week, and I didn't see that Nick Chubb had lost his injury designation. And so I started Giovanni Bernard instead of Nick Chubb, and he got four points. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> See, I won yeah. I won a lot of matchups, but uh, the guy that I was playing um, left Deontay Johnson on his bench, and he picked up like 28 points. And I had Chase Claypool in my lineup, and I was just so relieved. So relieved <laughs> to get those 24 points going in my favour. But yeah. I think well, at one point I saw, um, so uh, like I won mine as well, but I saw uh, Sam and Ed's, and at one point it said like 118 to 44. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had um, Jefferson and Dalvin in the team but at the end it wasn't enough but it was closer than it had any right to be considering that you're right it was 112 <laughs> to 40 at one stage it's me and you next week Sam Ooh, the grudge match I think I'm out of the playoff race even though I've oh, certainly. like on record I'm like three and five, but I've like scored the second most amount of points. Like, ah, oh, that's such a crusher. Such a crusher. But this is a familiar rhetoric. I know it is actually, to be fair. Um, <laughs> and now, I mean, we, we can, we can talk. About <laughs> I, oh, did th- win. I did win. If you stopped counting at the point <laughs> that I was leading, I did win. Well, I was, I was going to make a point about, um, I thought that the point that you were going for is I'm, I had this like uh, narrative last year as well, James. Yeah, yeah, I had this narrative. We've got these game predictions, and I basically would have the second amount of points, but I'd score so like over said, ten. You never actually counted. No, but if I did, then <laughs> I could assure you that we'd be in front. And now for the it first week, yeah. I have overtaken Emma, and I am in front. So I mean, yeah, we were hearing that's... points from dead guys. You know, Tom was doing press <laughs> conferences in front of crematoriums. It was. I mean, I would like to make two points. Number one is that you you said that last year you actually would have won if we'd gone on record alone, but you hadn't won because we hadn't done that, and that's why I'd have won. Do you mean overall score? Wrong. Yeah. Because this <laughs> if the year... rules were different, I would have won. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it wasn't even like a. It wasn't even really a particular thing. I was just like, it's quite an interesting little little thing. Same as same as in the in the fantasy. I think it's just interesting. I'm not. I'm it's not. I'm not salty about the situation. I'm just like, ah, oh, guttering. This is exactly what I wanted you all to do. Well, you know, while well, you're all bickering up the front, you're, you're not. You're not paying attention to to all. all <laughs> There's giant balls over here. Yeah, yeah. it's called. Yeah. I'm giving you the old rope a dope. No, rope a dope implies you're going to do anything. You're. <laughs> I'm on the way up. I'm the greatest maverick in the history of sports broadcast. You're. You are much like the giants in that you are only competitive because of a technicality. Like <laughs> your own. You're only competitive. Seventy-six. Shall we move on? You've you've got sixty-four wins. Two. Me and Tom are in our nineties. How are you going to accomplish? 
<laughs> you're saying that you're going to get yeah. 30 more wins than us. In but what actually, country. what it is, is that you and Tom are actually in the same division, whereas Sam is in a differently weighted division. <laughs> We're talking about the, the energy prediction. Yeah, I know. All right, let's. Can we please move on? Because I'm conscious that this will be a two and a half hour episode if we don't. Yeah, and I can see James's face, and he looks lost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're sorry, James. It's okay. Don't worry. I don't want to talk about fantasy football either after this week. I won. <laughs> I won my game after a free, free game slide of losing, and still managed to go further down in my league. So yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> Oh, that, is, that is painful. Yeah. Oh, dear. There's um, only one last very quick thing about the, the Pittsburgh before we move on. Go for it. Uh, do we now think that Big Ben should be in the MVP conversation? No. I don't think in the MVP. I'd, I'd still maintain that um, Story alone shouldn't win Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. And I think that Ben coming back off of elbow injury and being 22... Yeah touchdowns four interceptions and being like one of the most consistent completion percentages and on a 9 and 0 team i think deserves much more merit for an award yeah. but, I, just, yeah, but I like nearly nobody died seems to I mean, it's 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 Ed and Emma who are making the point, by the way, that Alex Smith is is the undisputed comeback player of the year, and Alex Smith is still yet to throw for any more than like one touchdown in a game. So, I mean, this this last week he he played very well. Yeah, but but... they're both narrative-driven awards, and Ben Ben won't win the MVP because the narrative around the league is that he's a bastard. Well, no, the narrative around the league is that he's apparently holding us back. That's the that's the narrative going around right now, which is actually a little bit ridiculous. Get Mason Rudolph in, show him how much he can hold you back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did they not see that one drive against the Cowboys? It was awful. Oh, dearie me. Um, so I think at this point I'm going to just talk briefly about what we've got planned for the weekend. Um, so we hit a thousand listens this week, which is, as, as a fledgling podcast, this is a lovely sort of number to hit. And we sort of said, we'd say thank you to the fans. So we are going to be streaming something for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, our mums listen to this, you know, my mum doesn't. Does your mum? I'm pretty sure that half of Gridiron Extra listens to it. Sam, does Jane listen to this? Uh, I don't think she knows about it. Uh, Tom, does your mum listen to this? She it's has unfair. listened to one episode. Okay. It's not the one where <laughs> just... we name dropped her. I just name dropped her again. Oh, that yeah. But, um, oh. yeah, so we are going to be playing this week. We're going to be streaming uh, the Stiff Upper Lip Among Us Invitational, which is Woo. Stiff Upper Lip and Friends. We're and going to be friends. playing, yeah, and Friends. We're going to be playing. Uh, among us in a big cloud and we're going to stream it james are you free on saturday um <laughs> yes i'm i am would, would you, you like, like to join in <laughs> yeah <laughs> was it really sad that i answered that really quickly saying are you free on saturday yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> i mean we are in the lockdown <laughs> you might have questioned it if you'd been like no no i'm out i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, any part I'm in your that. celebrations. <laughs> Excellent, yes. 
So, I mean, we, we might clean that up in the, in the edit. That might sound a little bit more fluent. No. Well, I think maybe we might add some drama because so that you sound a bit more excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> the stiff upper lip among us invitational. All of this is getting left in. I can assure yeah. you that neither me nor Sam are going to edit any of this bullshit around. So, I'm I, sorry. I mean, I don't know. I've been a, a very attentive editor thus far. You you made a list of all of the times you went, um, you know, like in Dropkick Me Jesus's edit. So you know, yeah, that's the only way. <laughs> okay, shall we? Shall we hit another game real quick? Every day, one man must sit on the floor in some pillows next to a clothing rail in a spare room while his colleagues sit on a comfy bed with appropriate seating. For just £200 in total, we can get this man a chair and a table so that he can podcast in comfort and not need to stretch his groin every week. Please, please pledge as much as you can yeah, or as much as you really want to to this poverty-stricken the, boy and help the way him that afford the last a table ten minutes has gone Please go to http colon forward slash forward slash www.stiffoppolippod.com forward slash the cleft chinchilla appeal appeal. Thank you and please donate what you can this if unfortunate boy. The fact that, like, wait, Thank you. Which games kicked off this has been a message brought to you by the Cleft Chinchilla Appeal Appeal Foundation. If you would like to know more, please visit our website. Um, Thank you. Was it the Rams and Seattle? Yeah, Rams, Seattle and, and Steelers, Bengals. And I think Rams, Seattle yeah. finished before Lions, Washington would have done. It just <laughs> happened to kick off, like, way later. So... But- Having to, that was the longest thing, like longest quarter of football I've ever watched because I had two fantasy players. I had Scurry Terry and mm. JD McKissick in that game. So I watched the fourth quarter and I just wanted it to end. I just, ah, oh, it was the worst football quarter I've seen in a very long time. That's, that checks out. Yeah. Have you watched any Giants games recently? Uh, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, this week was the week with, like, the very sort of laboured fourth quarter comeback. Like, there were so many teams that were going on these, like, two-minute drills, and they were just taking forever. Like, there was only one game that I can think of where a team actually led a comeback drive that lasted any shorter than 28 minutes. You're using a little bit of hyperbole there. A little bit, yeah. One always uses a little bit of hyperbole. Yeah. <laughs> Told you a million times not to exaggerate. You, you, sound, 
Yeah, you sounded so ashamed of yourself for making that joke. <laughs> I know, you couldn't I know. even get through the joke. I know, I know. It's because I've told it a million times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the rest of the game was fine. I'd... Yeah, Alex Smith played well. Yeah. It's almost like he should get comeback player of the year. <laughs> when he deserves it, he'll get it. Yeah. He already does deserve it. No, he, he doesn't. Stood on a pitch in kit holding a ball. Look, I know that. I know that. Sort of barely doing the bare minimum is enough for you guys in the NFC North. But like for the rest of us around the league, we I'm actually sorry. quite like yeah. the offensive. Yeah, the sorry, NFC East but... have higher standards. <laughs> <than> that. <laughs> Narrowly escaping death while rehabbing like the world's worst broken leg to come back and stand in the rain. For Washington as a backup quarterback is not the bare minimum. In terms of actual football play, it pretty much is. I, I mean, I think he's gonna get it, and well, yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't be like annoyed if he did, but like it'd be good if he actually played some good football, and you didn't have to just kind of like sweep it under the rug and be like, oh, well, it's messed up. Cause, yeah, that's all I think. But at the, at the end of the day, people aren't. This this isn't like a banner year for Washington. Like people aren't going to go. Oh, do you remember the twenty twenty <laughs> Washington football team? They're going to be saying, Oh, exactly, do you remember? Because Alex Smith sucked ass. Oh, let's get Dwayne Haskins back in then. Then they'll be great. You know what? The, he deserves like more of a he, chance. He deserves nothing. When he learns the playbook, he might get another chance. Right. Uh, have you have you seen there's there's analysis, James. Have you seen this of whenever whenever Dwayne Haskins called an audible, he always changed it to four verts. <laughs> 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 Seriously, I'll see if I can dig it out because it's brilliant. I was watching it. Just... Play to be to be fair to him, when you're spending most of your career down twenty five points, calling four verts <laughs> is the only option. <laughs> idea, to be honest. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, yeah, I'm I'm exhausted. What I want to say about this game. Yep, I've run out of things. There's not really too much. DeAndre um, Swift was fine. He's he's proven that he can at least maybe be a guy for the future. But as we know in Detroit, they sort of take at least eight years for any guys for the future to actually get any form of props, and then. By that point, they were already battered, bruised, and stuck behind like a crapo line. So, I'll, I'll actually ask you this one, James, just briefly, because um, is there a head coach that is more sort of on the hot seat than Matt Patricia? Uh, only people I can think of are probably Adam Gase or that. That's pretty much it. Those are probably the two coaches who need to go the most. How is Doug Marone escaping everyone's mind? Doug Marone has been awful for the last three years. How has he escaped? He's like not even talked about in like hot seat rankings or anything anymore. Adam Gase is so terrible. Yeah, because thinking about the Jaguars makes me upset. Yeah, maybe that's it. Actually, <laughs> the greatest thing just the devil ever did was uh, the greatest thing the devil ever did was convince people he didn't exist. <laughs> that's the expression, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone oh. forgets about Doug Marone. He can still get his paycheck. <laughs> no one in Florida is watching the Jags, so why should we? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Tom. Uh, yeah, all of the all of the games have just disappeared for me. That's just because I'm adding the new ones in. 
Oh no, but I was. Is that where you look Is at that? How yeah. You look at them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little prediction spreadsheet. Yeah, because it's got them all in. It's got them all in in line. There you go. Is that Thanks. better? Thanks. Yeah. Just, there's another just, another sort weirdly, of bit of trash like, to sift through. This is weirdly the best confidence Thomas has ever given to me. That he he has inadvertently said he really likes the spreadsheet. Uh, no. I, I'm sorry. Defi- no, he doesn't like it. No, 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 no. Again, you're trying to make me out to be this like overseeing bastard that's always miserable. I'm not. I just don't like the bears. All right. I didn't say it was the only compliment. I just said it was the best one. Okay. You like the giant. So sort of, like I, I like the pluckiness of the giants because they're just so so bad that they're just sort of there now. Um. And I, I quite like the Vikings. I just like a piece of rotten furniture. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Do um, you like the bears? I don't like the bears' offense. I think that if there was one thing in this world that would make me less happy than lockdown, I think it's having to also spend it watching the bears' offense. Because now that we've got this podcast, I've got no escape. I have to sit down and watch it. And it is depressing <laughs> and miserable and it makes me ill. Anyway, should we get on to another game so that makes me say, that made like me a... everyone else's team, but mine make him depressing. No, 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 no! I never said that you were the only <laughs> team. I said that the Jags were also going to be depressing and miserable, and I was going to go there next as part of my segue. Enjoy but watching you, Jay Clue. But on the on the podcast, I mean, we don't have any Jags. I mean, there's no yeah, there aren't there's no such thing as a Jags fan, so we couldn't get one for the podcast <laughs> even if we wanted to. <laughs> Maybe that's why Doug Marone isn't ever on the hot seat rankings because nobody's there to even notice what he's doing or not doing. Um, Nobody cares enough to want to get him fired. Exactly. He's just sort of (laughs) permanently in this, like, just purgatory of having no one to care. (laughs) They've been trying and trying. In order to want someone to be fired, you have to have like a glimmer of hope (laughs) that there is something better for you out there. And uh, I think the Jets have that, but <laughs> Jacksonville does not have any hope. <laughs> oh, they're like kept staying his... in this loveless marriage because they just can't see, they can't conceive of a world where they could be happy. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 Sounds like Dick Moran was going to like, go into the garage with a fucking like the hose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and again, totally no one would totally notice. <laughs> Literally, we'd... he is the epitome <laughs> of the NFL's Alan Wigley. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, who's been calling the plays for two years? <laughs> <laughs> like, like weekend at Bernie's, they just like bring him out on strings. <laughs> no one's noticed. <laughs> Perfect, oh, that's hell. the perfect offense. Yeah, you can have dead Doug Marone and you can have Dwayne, Has- <laughs> Dwayne Haskins on the sen- under center audible in every play to four verts. <laughs> the only reason they they pick these like a sixth round like QB prodigies is because they don't know what they're doing and so the guy's just behind Doug Marone like, who are you thinking, Doug? And they're like, <laughs> he can't get his hand high enough up the thing <laughs> to take like one of the top guys. Oh, I'm so sorry, James. But we've 
No, I'm absolutely loving this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Okay. Another game. Well, we didn't even actually talk about this one, aside from Doug Murray is actually a corpse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Packers didn't really do anything impressive or of note. Devontae yeah, Adams is... Really rooting for the Jags here. Yeah. It looked like, yeah, they could have won this. Aaron Rodgers looks like his very sulky self on Sunday when playing against the Jags, what I noticed. Yeah. He just didn't, like, seem as though... It didn't seem his usual self, as in, like, the offense wasn't clicking whatsoever. Maybe something to do with the weather. But <laughs> I didn't mean for that to rhyme. <laughs> getting out and being like, oh, it's a bad weather day. I'm sad now. <laughs> I'm a little strop. Oh. <laughs> so stroppy, though. <laughs> well, but to me, that's him. You he always seems like, a, like an angsty teenager to me. Do you reckon that when he tried to grow out his moustache, it was him like trying to mellow out, and he'd gone to like sulking, magne- uh, sulking management therapy, and they were just like, "Oh, just try and live like your best life, do something different." And yeah. he grew the moustache, and it didn't help him at all, and now it's gone again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are seven and two. Their pass rush was good. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, despite being cold, uh, still played well. <laughs> Um, I think James Robinson had a good game. Yeah. James Robinson has been the only Jags offensive player, I think, that has consistently put up, like, good numbers, though. Like, Leviska Chenault sort of shows up every so often so far this year. Uh, Keelan Cole had a big game, uh, unexpectedly. Has he been injured, or has he just sort of dug around it a bit? Well, I mean, LaVisca Chenault's been injured for three weeks now. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, I mean, no, I mean, like, in terms of just they've not had anyone consistently showing up because he wasn't consistent no. before he went out. Mm. Um, Jay, I'm sorry. Well. What, MVS? Yeah. Again, he's such a streaky player. He got three catches over 20 yards. Yeah, but he's, he yeah. He well. And he well, broke the ref's ankles, but like, <laughs> have you have you seen that James, where he sort of like uses the ref as like an impromptu blocker? Yeah, I, oh, I was genius. <laughs> <laughs> the pa- the Packers had to rely on the referee blocking for them to beat the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's yet another sort of example of the um, the Pats be sorry the Packers being in the Jag in the referee's pocket. Yeah, I mean the the, <laughs> the their run game wasn't good, no. uh, and the uh, their punt coverage um, <laughs> <laughs> left a little bit to be desired. Something to be desired. Oh. We are losing people left, right, and centre. We are hemorrhaging <laughs> talent, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Eagles all over again. Yeah, James is gone. Sam's on IR at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, I did I, I, this. I'll ask the two of you just while we're here because I know I mentioned it the other day. The Jags uniform, white people don't look good in it. No, no, I, I just right now. Em, just Google yeah. Jags kit, white person, or like Joe Schobert, 
in the Jags or like. I'm not gonna Google like Jags kit white person. <laughs> no, I, th- I'm not trying to be a. I'm not trying to be a knob. Like this is a serious point. Like for some reason, it just clashes horribly with sort of pale skin. <laughs> Which one? Which kit? They're, they're, well, I mean, the either, one really. The white one. Both. Uh, to be fair, there aren't really many flat tyre games left, um, apart from Saints 49ers, which I want to get out of the way. But then the rest, smooth sailing. I mean, Broncos Raiders is not what you'd consider a classic, is it? It wasn't, but also at the same time, like I quite like watching teams beat up on the Broncos a little bit, you know. Okay. Oh no. The Broncos are a likeable team. Drew Locke is not a likable player. Well, no. No. Um, Saints 49ers, Drew Brees left the game halfway through after having fractured ribs on both sides and a collapsed lung. So Jameis uh, got his opportunity to bake up some turnovers. He actually played a pretty clean game, though, I thought. See, I, I feel like I've been a bit clever here because I've got I've went and picked up Jameis Winston on waivers in football man uh, sorry in fantasy. Manager. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case my homes goes down. Uh, so Jameis Winston is your backup. No, actually I've got Burrow as well. <laughs> I've just oh realised <laughs> Nobody wants him. It'd be silly. The Saints want him. The Saints definitely wanted him to start, which is why they play <laughs> Oh, God. How long is Breeze out? Well, with fractured ribs and a collapsed lung, I'm presuming that it's probably going to be at least five weeks. But yeah. for a man of his age, it might be more like 12 years. Mm. <laughs> and then we have uh, Andrew Whitworth. Oh, God. There were some, there were some oh, awful injuries, actually, this week. Yeah. Um, Andrew yeah, Whitworth. Nick Boyle. Yeah, Nick Boyle and Andrew Whitworth ending up in the exact same sort of fate, I think. Like, they both yeah. had the same injury happen. Probably the end of Andrew's career, because I can't see him coming back from that. No. No, which is which is a shame, really, because he, he, he will end up in the Hall of Fame, I think. Eventually. Yeah. He should when, do. Like, when there's a down year. But yeah, like, he is... When there's a down year. Well, me and Tom were having this discussion, and he should be in the, he should be in the Hall of Fame, but we have a load of Hall of Fame standard players that are about to retire. Yeah. Because it was like, um, we were trying to decide, like, Ed asked whether or not it was going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I was like, you do realise that we're coming towards the end of Adrian Peterson, Larry Fitzgerald, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, like, all of these guys are eventually going to leave in the next couple of years. Know how pointedly Tom did not say Philip Rivers, then. (laughs) Phil Rivers isn't ending up in the Hall of Fame. He's definitely not getting a better fucking ballot placement than Andrew Whitworth. He's in he's in the Rivers Family Hall of Fame. What um what other games have we got? Um, we've, not got we've not done the round Seahawks yet, right? No, I, I I mean we we barely touched upon this one, but aside from the Drew Brees injury and that the Saints won, I don't know how much more we can really talk about it. The Forty ers are ravaged by injuries. I'm I'm perfectly happy to not talk about the Saints. Okay. Um, oh, we've not done Panthers Buccaneers as well. I think we should get that one out of the way, guys. Did you know that the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were stuck on the tarmac for seven hours because the media kept mentioning it every fucking five minutes? Oh, it's a slow start, and then really, did they... yeah, apparently so. I I don't believe it personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't. I didn't hear anything about that during the game about twenty times. No, it did. <laughs> I just don't understand where they must have 
where I must have seen it. Word on the street is they actually had to like send for some midget gems, so uh, so so Antonio Brown wouldn't have like just completely <laughs> gone off his rocker. <laughs> Get me off this plane! I want a wagon wheel. <laughs> Antonio Brown, twenty twenty. <laughs> I'm going to make a note of that one. That's going to be the little... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's going to be the just like, shuffling about in the back. Like, oh, we've got his caramel wafers. <laughs> we've got tonics. <laughs> tonics is, like, absolute maximum, like, top tier. Do you remember when we, do you remember when we tried yeah. the... Um, we tried to, like, do the new advertising campaign for tonics. And we came up with, like, you can't take a man's tonics. Which I, which I still think is perfect. You can't take a man's tonics. I have to say that this is the first time I've ever heard of tonics. What? What? Really? You, you call, call yourself, yourself a northerner. Yeah, I've not heard of it. What are they? Tonics tea cakes? Tonics tea cakes. Oh, I don't like tea cakes. You don't like tea cakes. You don't like a disc of biscuit <laughs> that sits below a pillowy mallow mound. It's the mallow mound. It's the mallow mound. Chocolate draping. It's, it's as if someone got a wagon wheel and a bike, like a football pump. Just... See, I don't even like, I don't like wagon wheels that much either. Wagon wheels are overrated. I just think I, that like, no, if no, you combine chocolate and marshmallow, I don't think it's a good mix. This is exactly the kind of thing that James came here to discuss. James, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I, well, I'm, I don't want to say it, but I'm actually vegetarian. Not being able to eat these foods is very upsetting. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh yeah, shit, I forgot about the fact that marshmallows are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, James can't eat it, I can't eat it. They it's got dairy in it, I can't want. eat it. Oh, Which God. leaves just me and Sam, and it's one apiece <laughs> on the Democratic vote. Stop well, if we, if we, yes or no? If we count Sam's vote first... Because after that, we can just stop counting. Yeah, I think so. I think that sounds great. The only fair way. <laughs> right, we've managed... This is the mark of how boring these games are. We've managed to go off topic again. Ronald okay. Jones did a big run. <laughs> <laughs> he done that big. There's a there's a there's someone that's on Twitter that um, every week they post a new edition of uh, what is Leonard Fournette doing? And they'll just post like... Uh, a screenshot of a Leonard Fournette run where no doubt there'll be a giant hole that's been gashed apart by the uh, Buxo line huge amount of space to run into and then it'll be like which way does he go and there'll be like one uncovered defender and again here in this Panthers game there was one guy that had peeled off completely unblocked there was a giant hole on the other side of the O-line for him to run through and instead of going straight ahead he cut left and went straight into the guy that was like unblocked, the only unblocked defender on the entire th- uh, field. Um, yeah, Leonard Fournette. He reminds me of you know those like missions in GTA where you get frustrated with the game because it's like reverse this truck. What like <laughs> basically all of the missions in GTA that aren't shooting people? Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, just move this massive crane. That is what Len Fournette is behind the line. If he's <laughs> he's picking his hole pre-snap because he's not changing his mind. <laughs> well, he is the Jameis Winston of running backs, I think, because Jameis Winston would see a read and then go to it no matter what. Leonard Fournette does the exact same thing. There's no there's no awareness whatsoever. 
He's a receiving back these days. God knows <laughs> what the fuck that's all about. And yet Tampa still win. And Antonio Brown, dare I say it, hallowed yeah. be his name. He, what was it, seven catches for 69 yards? I'm so unhappy that we have to talk about him again. Mr. Big Chest himself. He had a nice break. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. The books have definitely got one of those um one of those signs in the locker room now. Days without San Antonio Brown incident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been turned into a big fat zero because there's yeah. uh, there's news that he apparently was it that he assaulted someone with a like over a bike or something. Yeah. Well, oh, he God. he threw his bike. Yeah. At, um. Oh, what did he throw it at? So that's the real thing. It's like days without like it. Like a push bike? <laughs> I think yeah. so, yeah. I think he Antonio threw a bicycle at someone. To work. I'm imagining stabilizers. <laughs> <laughs> he threw it at a security, like a little security um, hut. A guy. Yeah, and he broke like a, they had like a CCTV yeah. camera that he broke. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Antonio Brown. <laughs> the man pains me. Yeah, it is hurtful. Mm-hmm. You just have to listen to stuff about it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I've just realised. I don't think that Blake Martinez is is leading the league in ta- tackles. I think rookie Jeremy Chin is leading the league in tackles. Is something that I saw. Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin. Really? Because I think he's got like ninety six tackles or something ridiculous. And he's missed a game. What guy? Yeah. Concerning um, news. What is the concerning news? <laughs> that Blake Martinez isn't leading the league in tackles. He has been insane this season for the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's talk He's about, like, Chase Young, very, but very there is no chance that Jeremy Chin shouldn't win Defensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, James, you write a um, a column for Gridiron Extra that's all about the sort of breakout players. How early into that did you write about Jeremy Chin? Was it, like, the first week? Uh, if, to be fair, I've not actually written about him because <gasps> there's not been a real need to because well, he's broken out. There is now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just been that good. He's already one. an established star as soon <laughs> yeah. as he arrives. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's pretty much what it's felt like this season. He's walked into that Panthers defense and he has just been outstanding from day one. Realistically, um, yeah. I, I would go along with that. Not Jeremy Chin is. For the record, far below Blake Martinez. Oh, is he? Actually, leading the league in tackles. Oh, I see. I don't know where. I don't know where I'd seen it. I must Maybe have he leads rookies in tackles. Blake Might Martinez total of ninety-six tackles, fifty-six solo, forty assists. Interesting. I Jeremy imagine that's because someone like a Giants player has almost got someone to the ground, and then Blake Martinez like runs in, like, <laughs> <laughs> kicks him in the ribs. <laughs> How many has Jimmy got? Uh, How many is who? 70 total. Okay. Who? Who? Jeremy, I assume. Oh, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said Jimmy for some reason. I was one like, of I the, I one one of the two people that we were talking about. <laughs> I, I heard Chinny. Oh, it could have been that, yeah. Maybe that's what we need to agree. The Crimson Chin. I did. I did call him Jimmy, but that's just. I was just calling him that because because we're friends. You and Jim, oh, Jim Chin. Uh, yeah, I see. I didn't call him Chinny because we're not that good friends. <laughs> I feel like you'd be sworn enemies if you called him Chinny. 
Jenny. 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 Oh, I know Jenny. that. Our friendship. Yeah. Blake Martinez is actually level with Roquan Smith. Anyway, um, <laughs> God, breaking news. Should we? Should we? Should we go to Rams Seahawks? Oh, in fact, no. We'll get Raiders Broncos out of the way first, because aside from the Raiders beating up on the Broncos, there wasn't really too much of no. Um, no. Drew Locke is running out of time to get his fucking shit together. Yeah, I think if the Broncos don't start to turn it around towards the end of the season, they could be another team looking quarterback in mm. the draft. Yeah, um, especially with the strength of the quarterbacks that are coming out this year. So, I mean, they'll they'll have a good draft pick. <laughs> There's <laughs> a little don't. argument there, um, but I, it's not just that though. I mean, obviously, there obviously Drew Locke is not playing well, and he has enough talent around him to be winning some of the games that they're playing certainly i think he he played really well in the final on the final drive against the falcons but other than that it has been sort of um a mixed bag with more downs than ups Mm. i almost feel like he was the guy that needed to i don't know sit for a couple of years like you know how some guys are ready to start and some guys like enormous potential and talent but they need to sit well, I think they tried to do that, and then they picked Joe Flacco to be the quarterback him he was going to sit behind, and that just obviously wasn't going to go very well. But no, if they'd well, if if perhaps he'd had sort of like sitting behind like maybe a Breeze or a or a Brady or something like a or very Eli Manning or well maybe, but Eli Manning got shelved after four weeks as well. So you know, I do think Daniel Jones probably also falls into that category though as well of players that yeah. probably needed to sit. But yeah, to sit for, it, for one career. <laughs> <laughs> Try again next time. <sighs> um, yeah. Anything else really? As we move out of the giant ashtray in the middle of Las Vegas. I mean, is Josh Jacobs isn't looking as good as he was last year? I mean, that, I'll I'll phrase it again as a question. Is Josh, <laughs> is Josh Jacobs not looking as good as last year? Yeah. What is? What's the deal? Uh, what is the deal? You want the offer for you asking Josh? <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, I, eh, I quite. I think that he's still got a lot of potential. I think that he shows flashes, and in this game, he 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 definitely had a pretty big. Uh, performance to be had. I mean, he scored the opening touchdown, and and he did have some offense, but yeah, I, I I don't know whether or not it's because the Raiders are missing quite a lot of their O line. You know, Richie Incognito is like a basically all pro level run blocker. Okay, now you need to leave a little bit of space. No, I don't need to leave the space. <laughs> I I manually remove the edit away. Ah, I see. Yeah. If you want some, just make a note of when this when this bit happens during the edit, and I'll I'll shove the incognito thing into it. Um. Uh, oh, I was gonna find a clip from the Simpsons. Oh, like, over, who is over? <laughs> I'm guy <laughs> incognito. Yeah, it no, could work, do. but we do have our own sting. We, we, we already probably... have the incognito spike. Yeah, <laughs> you have a incognito spike. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the reason I bring up Josh Jacobs is because Emma and I, we went to see 
um, Raiders Bears at Tottenham last year. Yeah. And that the um, first of all, the experience was incredible. But Josh Jacobs was the best player on the pitch, wasn't he? Mm. He was. Um, I would say Khalil Mack was. Well, yeah, Khalil Mack is the best player on the pitch. But... Don't roll your eyes, Tommy. Was. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, offensively, so... yeah, offensively, Josh Jacobs was the best player on the pitch. And I was just wondering because he doesn't he he doesn't anymore have that air of being unplayable. He now just sort of is a running back, and I just wondered. But then I wouldn't say that's necessarily him. That kind of happens. People do just learn, don't they? He's still great. That's true. Yeah. I mean, testament to how good he is that he's still great, even though people have obviously understood that he's a threat and so have learned how to specifically defend against him. That's true. I think I'd... it could be that the Raiders are trying to... Uh, limit his touches to try and like maybe not get him not get any injuries or something like that because Booker's been playing well mm. in the past couple of weeks so maybe to try and especially against the Broncos who were let's be re- let's be realistic not really a threat to them no. this week yeah, yeah that could be it actually yeah um, I mean right, I, I still think that it's a case of the running game lives and dies usually by the strength of the O-line and and I can't look past the the injuries that the Raiders have got on that O line, but yeah, um, All fair points. Will points. yeah, the, there's probably a litany of reasons as to why it's probably not been quite as popping for him. But I mean, I I personally hope that he gets back to good form because I really like him as a runner. Anyway, Ram Seahawks. Then Matthew's gonna get mad. <laughs> <laughs> he got very, very salty. Um, yeah, when I put he was it very in upset the other day. He tried to, he tried to like fish something. Like he kept, he kept trying to like get a bite out of me about saying that the Bengals and Steelers was gonna be like a, or it was gonna be an upset game. And then like the Seahawks Rams game finished, and I just took a screen cap of his message and just put, "There's only one person who's gonna be remotely blood pressure boiling." He got very angry about it. So, yeah, it I'm was... sorry, Ben, but it was funny. Well, I think <laughs> I think Ben Ben is going to come back in a couple of weeks, isn't he? Because we've got um we've got Seattle, uh, New York, in a couple of weeks. Well, but not for if there ever was one. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Seahawks, Rams. Um, What's happening to Russell Wilson? He is, yeah, he's regressing like he's in quicksand, isn't he? Like, is it? it I I'm not sure whether it's because the O line has like finally, like, fallen off a cliff and he has absolutely no time to throw or make decisions. But I think he's also sort of getting in his head a lot. Like, he's making bad reads, which is not a Russell Wilson thing at all. Yeah, Ben. Ben actually had the sort of best point. It does look like he's seeing ghosts out there in the sense that that pick where he had sort of 10 yards of open space and he was already basically at the first down, like, just get the first down, live another down, move on. And instead he tried chucking it across his body into the end zone and it gets picked off. Like, Hmm. it's just such a poor decision for a guy that, I mean, usually is is a phenomenal passer, but he's also quite good at actually keeping hold of the ball. Like, he doesn't create many turnovers and it's just, yeah, it's it's... It's not great from Wilson right now. Um, he's definitely left the MVP conversation 
uh, even just temporarily, he's he's slipped out of it for me. Um, and I think I think potentially we could see that. I don't. I know that DK Metcalf was getting sort of frustrated as well, actually, on the sidelines because he was getting sort of pissed off because he'd get like clear of Jalen Ramsey and then Russell Wilson wouldn't look his way and it was like oh. yeah. these are the sort of things that Russell Wilson will do like 99 times out of 100 and he just didn't do it in this game he executed it poorly and the Rams just took advantage I think for a team who are so reliant on their passing game I've no, they are really starting to suffer at not having Chris Carson in that lineup now mm. I think that's the biggest problem the lack of an actual running game is just killing that team right now is it? Are they, I'm sure that are they five and zero when Carson was in the lineup. Uh, yeah, they were because um, yeah, yeah, five and zero when they've, with him being in the lineup, and now one and three without him. Um, yeah. I think getting him back will help settle the ship, but until then, who knows? Do we know roughly when he's when he's meant to be back or? Is there is like any word about it? This week, there's, there's like this week we could see like some of the best backs in the league. So you've got most that. Oh no, he's on by. Um, Carson could be back. Mixon and Eckler could all mm. be back this week. So, um, hopefully that will help turn things around for Seattle. But yeah, I think they will struggle until then. Yeah, um, I mean, I always say like the running game sets up the passing game. If you've got a good enough running game, like obviously you can get around it at times. But if you've got absolutely no threat on the ground whatsoever, because DJ Dallas is carrying it for like one and a half yards, like there's not there's not really anything to go off, and it's no way that you can actually fake out a defense, really. So, yeah. And soon to a club near you. <laughs> oh, I did think that his name was a little bit of a piss take or like a, a like a almost sort of stage name kind of deal. Maybe that's what we need. We need more stage names in the NFL. Well, like Ocho Cinco. Yeah, I want more of that. <laughs> or share. <Cher. laughs> <laughs> um, like more names that start with the. <laughs> I'd probably feel a lot better about Richie Incognito if he just rebranded himself as Richie. I was going to say just Incognito. Yeah, I was about to say Incognito works better. That makes him sound like a supervillain. No, it sounds like wrestling name. That's not approachable. Yeah. He is no, a supervillain. His personality, though. His first name changed to just and then just Incognito. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. He um, did you know Richie Incognito spent about thirty thousand dollars of his own money on his like local Republicans? I did, yeah. Oh jeez, come oh, on, man. Um, it's he not the most that. disappointing news because I already knew that Richie Incognito was a bastard. But Chris Jericho apparently spent nearly ninety grand of his own money on his local Republicans. So well, we, I mean, we can count wrestlers to make sane decisions. Yeah, we definitely can. Wow. I'd like to I speak mean, on behalf of... concussions over there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is coming from someone that absolutely adored Chris Jericho. Um, from the bottom of my heart, Chris, go fuck yourself. 
Who really liked Chris Jericho? Me. Really. I went. I went Why? to go see. I went to go see Fozzie. When um, is this? Oh my god! I. To be fair, it was at download. Um, so I have a video. My, I I have to tap out now. And okay. This is the perfect moment because I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Talking about Chris Jericho's shitty band. Don't know who Chris mm-hmm. Jericho is. You can't escape the walls of Jericho. I'm... Break down the walls. I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, thanks for uh, thanks for lending us your your views, especially yeah. on on da bears. You hung in there. Yeah, you <laughs> you made it. it. Um, Bye, guys. Nice to meet you, James. Nice to see you too. Nice to meet you. Bye. Hello, Hello, Hello everyone. Hello, everyone again. Yeah, we are still here, coming in your ears. Oh fucking hell! Was I mean, being from Wigan, was was Phoenix Nights and other Chorley FM related uh, programming <laughs> as as big of a deal as it seems to be for the rest of the, the world? Chorley, though, <laughs> you have no idea how big it was. <laughs> it was a cultural I mean, phenomenon. It really was. Like Peter K is bigger than like Jesus. <laughs> if you look at all the people that have been compared to bigger than Jesus, you've got like the Beatles, and then you've got like Peter K just next to them. <laughs> I mean, you've got like around Wigan, you've got it goes Peter K, Jesus, Pies, and that's it. That's 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 your lot. That's the winner. In Richard yeah. Ashcroft from Wigan. Pies at the top, of course. I feel like Richard Ashcroft. I don't know who Richard Ashcroft is. He is. Yeah. <laughs> and I know this because the I have like a bit of a well, like my step mum on my dad's side grew up with Richard Ashcroft. She's from Wigan. So there you go. That's that's like a little little thing. So Tom might know someone that was in Verve. I mean, I've definitely never met him, but you know. Also, yeah. Also, I don't. I genuinely do not think I want to. Anyway, Dolphins Chargers. Oh, okay. I was going to bring it back around to the Chorley verse. Oh no, go for it. Bring <laughs> it back around. Bring it back I, uh, around. My mum went to see uh, Paddy McGuinness once um, for like a live show. And she like she was she went up to him after and she was like, I forgot my like a notebook or something, so can I have a kiss instead? What? <laughs> so Paddy McGuinness like kissed my mum, and my dad had been at the pub, and <laughs> he my dad's never watched like comedy that much. He's never watched Phoenix Nights right. <laughs> So, so my mum's friend just showed him this photo of this guy kissing my mum. <laughs> like fuming. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, it's not quite the same, but Rolf Harris once told my mum her hair looked nice when she was 14. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Dol- Dolphins charges, I think. Uh, the Dolphins, strength to strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the expression? By fin, by blowhole, they are coming for you. Mm. 
Oh, that might be one of the worst it. things I think I've, I've heard on this podcast. <laughs> by Finn, by blowhole. The dolphins have blowholes, don't they? No, I know, but like... How would they come for you with a blowhole? Like, <laughs> if the dolphin's, like, jumping out of the water menacingly at you, you're not going to be like, <gasps> a blowhole. Well, no. <laughs> no, but in the same way that as someone... Punch- blowhole? <laughs> in the same way that as someone punches you, you don't go, a fist. <laughs> 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 But a fist is the threatening bit. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to immediately announce that threat. So you just be quietly kind of, you know, figuring out how to get around that blood hole. It doesn't, well, yeah. like, shoot poison. <laughs> oh, what did it work? Oh, the poison dolphin. Ah, oh, what did it work? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Which guest? We had some. It was Max. We had Max on, and we degenerated into like a twenty-minute conversation about how like dolphins rape other sea animals. And I'm just, I'm just, I just don't oh, want to go a, back there. Not other sea animals. I've got to go, guys. I will. It's been a pleasure to have you on the, be on the show, and I'll see you again soon. Okay. Uh, Absolutely, mate. It's been great. Yeah, very much. See you later, guys. Thank, Thank you, you for coming, coming in. Big dog. No worries at all. Cheers, man. See you in a bit. And just what? I but feel like I pushed him away. I mean, for the listeners, if you want to go and check out anything that James has been doing, he's uh, he's also one of the many talented writers over on GridironExtra.com. He is. He is prolific. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, go and check it out anyway, because, like, they're basically, like, our best friends at this oh. point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one day, hopefully, I'll be able to afford food on the back of writing sports, so you could be helping that if you go and visit. Yeah, exactly. At some point, advertisers will go and say hi, um, but until that day, you can too. Yeah. Um, anyway, Dolphins Chargers. Um, it wasn't Dolphins quite- were good. Yeah, it wasn't quite the same sort of like high-profile rookie shootout than we that we'd expected because I don't think that Justin Herbert played to the quite level that he'd like sort of been playing at before. But then again, Anthony Lynn was insistent on making it the Kalen uh, Ballage revenge tour game <laughs> when we've seen that Kalen Ballage shouldn't even be in the NFL, let alone like taking the majority of the snaps. What the fuck is Anthony Lynn doing again? I mean, he is. He is on the way to being fired. Like he is, like digging his own grave. Yeah, at this point, the Chargers have been in. Like, I think there were before this game, there were only two teams that hadn't lost by a score of greater than seven, and it was the nine and zero Steelers and the two and seven Chargers. And this, well, this was the first time that they lost by more, but it's just. Such a painful existence being a Chargers fan. I think constantly finding ways to lose. Yeah, I've had I've had a bit of an about face. I should have told you this earlier. I had a bit of an about face about Anthony Lynn because I really really liked him when I was watching Hard Knocks, but now I actually think he's yeah, so he incompetent. He has pudding for brains. Well, for one thing, right? It, you know, it's fine. You can be you can be a conservative play caller. And you probably won't endear yourself to me, but you you can have a job. But how did they not self like? How did they not compare 
Justin <laughs> Herbert to Tyrod at any point and go, hold on. This kid is so much better. Why are we? Why are we even considering starting Tyrod when we have this kid on? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand whose interest it was for us to not experience Justin Herbert earlier than we did. I mean, surely there'll have been, you know, even if he's performing well, like in practice, he's, you know, playing how they'd want him to play, you know. I think it's perfectly within their rights to have assumed that that wouldn't translate and that Tyrod Taylor would give them the best chance of like an outside playoff shot or something. I mean, certainly his talent hasn't contributed to wins, but... I, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm glad that you have had this sort of turn of, uh, turn of heart a little bit because I've been sort of in the... Anthony Lynn is on his way to being fired for pretty much since like week four at this point when they blew a lead and then they've continued to blow leads all throughout the season and it just digs him further and further into this like pit where we find the corpse of Doug Marone we find Adam Gase who's still here Matt Patricia like if you're blowing leads I feel like that is the indictment of an NFL head coach. You, you, If you are ahead of a game, the one job that you should have is to not fuck that up. And Anthony know. Lynn has fucked up on every single Chargers lead, I think. Haven't they had the yeah. lead in every game? Yes. It's actually genuinely ridiculous a little bit, like, how many times they throw away leads. They are in the same bracket as the Falcons. They are in the same bracket as the Lions in the teams that if you're better off being behind against them because they'll fuck it up themselves. <laughs> shall we shall we cuz we do I'm trying to think what games we have left. We now. have one game left and it was a fucking cracker. Do you see why I left this one till last? I do. It was a, it was a good week to have DeAndre Hopkins and Stefan Diggs on fantasy. Oh, it was. Oh. It was a good week to have DeAndre Hopkins and Stefan Diggs in your team. Because, I mean, Diggs has excelled pretty much all year in Buffalo. Um, That that trade has clearly worked out huge for the Bills. It's it's funny because it's worked out for both teams because the Bills have Stefan Diggs and the Vikings used that pick on Justin Jefferson. Uh, yeah, that does make sense, yeah. yeah. Um, so it has actually worked out on both teams. I was about to chastise you for, again, making a sort yeah. of Me too. Vikings praise instance. point. Yeah, I saw your <laughs> face and it was the same as in my brain and it was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but Tim Allen and fucking home improvement. Uh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, excuse me, do I? <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, there was... No better catch this week than the Diggs one until a minute and a half later. When <laughs> yeah, the, the record when the, stood. Yeah, it was like we were almost there with greatness and then what we actually got was even better greatness. I fucking loved that throw from Kyler Murray. It was an absolutely ridiculous oh. throw. How do you go with like on the run... To the ro- like to the opposite side as well. Like he wasn't throwing in, like running into the throw. He was running away from the throw. Hello, 
Beth's in the background. He wasn't running into the throw. He was running away from the throw. And then he sort of turned his hips and corked a 50-yard bomb into the path of DeAndre Hopkins. Full covered. Fully covered. Like, triple covered. Like, quadruple covered. Yeah. Did you well, know that... Um, three and then a guy was late. Yeah. Did you see that the uh, pair of gloves that DeAndre Hopkins was wearing, which were a pair of Jordan gloves, have uh, generated $2.5 million worth of like revenue for Jordan just because of like brand exposure, because of wow. one picture where it's like... Because the other guys are all wearing like Adidas and Nike gloves. Um, and then his Jordan ones are the only ones that are like holding on to the ball at that point and it's like it's a it's a very iconic image that's pretty cool and jordan have used it for marketing quite obviously i respect well, it yeah can i can i make a point though do you it's not just this play isn't just great because it's a wonderful pass from murray and it isn't just great because hopkins beats a guy or beats two guys or even beats three guys the guys he beat Tredavious white jordan poyer and micah hyde all of whom have been to the pro bowl or been an all pro yep it's ridiculous. Like, those sort of plays you can expect to happen maybe against, like, the Jags secondary or the Jets secondary. You wouldn't expect it to happen against the Bills secondary. I mean, like you say, Tredavious White, one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now. He is the best. There's not one of the best. There's no even. There's not even really much discussion. Marlon Humphrey. We had this discussion yeah. literally last week and we had... <laughs> I know we, we did. I'm playing on that. <laughs> Your your discussion theory is terrible, but um, yeah, I think I think it's it's just why we love football. Yeah. Um, and I Sorry guess about that. it's all right. You don't have to. You don't have to apologize for shit all. Can we can we get a little bit of um, I don't know a bit of like hype man work from Beth? Beth, do you want to do some hype man work? Yeah, like, you know, like, give us a millennial whoop. Just give us, like, a whoop. Excellent. Thank you. I, I feel more excited about being here. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, maybe maybe we should have just had that, like, at the one-hour mark instead of, like, right at the very end, but, you know. I'd probably feel a lot better about the points that you make if, if that was, you know... <laughs> if you that made, was sort if of, you, like, a punctuation mark on it. Yeah, if you gushed about Chase Claypool again... And then Beth was like, woo, woo. then I'll probably feel that. Mm-hmm. It's all right. <laughs> so Beth just decided to say, um, if that wasn't hype enough, I can put Christmas songs on. And I had to swiftly tell her that, no, we're all right. Yes, uh, we, please. We don't want to breach copyright. Yeah, exactly. We like. I was, I was we already had a fucking... home for Christmas as I sat down for this pod. We had a fucking rush with the copyright and... Uh, security and other such things earlier on in the week. I don't really fancy our podcast getting taken down. So, all right, then, boys. I think we have reached the sort of the conclusion of our week of our of our the pinnacle, the summit. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Find I was, our... I was, I was gonna, I was gonna fiddle with with Beth's little white iPad. Uh, stylus thing, but Beth's just stolen it off me like a meme. How so, dare she take her own thing back? I know it's disgusting. Anyway, I feel like this is the end of the episode. Has anyone got any closing remarks? 
Um, I mean, but thanks to James. That's, yes. Yeah. He was a princely contributor. Uh, Beth wants to make a closing remark. Oh, bring it on! Do it. That was the only reason why, because Ed was making his, so I was like, just shush. Okay. Sorry, Ed. Hi, guys. I just wanted to say that the Dolphins are the best team, and they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. Okay. I agree. There is our resident Dolphins fan. She has yet to make an appearance on the podcast this this season. Coincidentally, while the Dolphins are doing well. Dolphins aren't Super Bowl. I feel like that'd be... I feel like that would be hell on earth if the Giants made it to the Super Bowl. But, you know. They're an enjoyable team to watch. Dagnabbit. Bye, guys. See ya. Yeah.